Coming to Straight Up Sports, this is going to be a special edition for Chiefs football. Um, as the news today broke that they signed former Steelers and Jets running back Le'Veon Bell. And then Chiefs Twitter had a conniption because they're guaranteed a Super Bowl now because they signed a veteran running back. I don't... Here's where I'm at with this, with the running back stuff for the Chiefs. I think, first of all, going back to this, the Clyde Edwards-Elair, CEH, is a heck of a football player. He is a very good football player. That was never my argument against drafting him in the first round. My argument for running backs has been, and probably will be going forward in the NFL, is the difference between a league average running back and an all-star running back, the best of the best, is marginal. And can be explained by one of three things. O-line play, scheme, and just situational. If you play against a team, and most of the Chiefs running backs should be pretty good. You know why? Because they get light boxes because people are terrified of Patrick Mahomes killing them through the air. So situationally, Chiefs running backs should succeed. Because they're facing light boxes most of the time. Scheme. I think the Chiefs have a really good scheme. Probably they have light boxes because they use the receivers and Kelsey so well on the outside. It forces teams to play more coverage, which leads to the opening running room for running backs. It's why you've seen countless running backs under Andy Reid succeed. Even going back to the Alex Smith years, when they weren't as good at spreading it out as much because Alex, much as I love him, is not Mahomes. And we've seen Sharkandrick West, Spencer Ware, McCoy, Hunt, Edward DeLaire, Williams, other Williams, all succeed in this offense. Jamal Charles, which I think he's an outlier. I think he was the last. Him, I would say Hunt to a degree as well, but Hunt was a third-round running back. He's also been very good in Cleveland, who has a very good run-blocking offensive line. The Chiefs' offensive line is the one thing holding the Chiefs' running game back right now. They are not a good run-blocking O-line, especially the interior. And the Chiefs have done them no service this year running behind Wiley and Swartz so much early in the year. Because, first of all, Wiley has been bad this year. He has been ungood at right guard, whether it's run blocking or pass blocking. Swartz has never been a dominant run blocker. He just not he didn't have the power that some right tackles have. But he's a tactician as a pass blocker. As well as he has not been as good as he usually has been this year at pass blocking. He's still a very good pass blocker. But he's not going to blow people off the ball in the running game. On the other side, Fisher, I would say, is probably better at run blocking than he is pass blocking at this point. And before with Coleccio Simile, he was a very good run blocker. And a decent pass blocker. And for some reason, we would run right instead of left. The Chiefs would. Made no sense. So that hurt him a little bit. I don't think Ryder's that good at center either. The Chiefs do not have a good run blocking O-line. I don't care what back you put back there. Is not going to affect the running game that much. I don't care if you put Derrick Henry back there, Christian McCaffrey, Ezekiel Elliott, Clyde Edwards-Helaire, or an older Le'Veon Bell. Or you put Barry Sanders back there. I don't really care at this point. Because the Chiefs have been and will be, while Mahomes is there, more efficient throwing the ball a majority of the time than running the ball. Defenses are begging the Chiefs to hand the football off. You saw it with the Patriots. They played two down linemen and five in the box, saying, please run the ball. And the Chiefs would, and they would come downhill. It'd be a two- or three-yard gain. 
And the Patriots say that's a win for us because number 15 is not throwing the ball and trying to figure out our pass coverage. That's the, just the, this is factual. This is why I don't think the Le'Veon Bell moves the Chiefs needle to win the Super Bowl at all. Is he an upgrade over Daryl Williams and Darwin Thompson? At this point, probably. Is it that big of an upgrade that a Chiefs sitter needs to be up in, up in arms like, oh my goodness, the Super Bowl's a wrap now. No. Martinez Rankin coming back from injury is going to make more of an impact on this offense than Le'Veon Bell is. Because I think Rankin's right now an upgrade over either Rimmers or Wiley at guard. That's where I'm at right now. The O-line has to play better. If the O-line starts playing better, you're going to see more production out of CEH and Le'Veon Bell. This isn't high school football where you just give the guy the ball to the stud on running back and watch him just run over people, run around people, make four guys miss. This is the NFL. You make one guy miss, there's two guys still waiting for you a yard down the field. Sorry, like, CEH does not go down on first contact rarely ever. And what is his yard per carry this year? Let me look this up on my computer while I have this all up. I probably should have this ready to go when I first started here, but I just wanted to... I just got back from eating supper with my parents, and I was on Twitter and Facebook, and everyone's up in arms about how great... Okay, so the Chiefs, they ran the ball for five and a half yards of carry in game one. That's pretty good. Since then, for Clyde, 3.8, 3.2, 4, 4. That's just not... It's not sustainable. I'm... I get like, oh, if you're averaging four yards to carry, that's the first. It's not how the NFL works because you'll run one for 12, your next two or three for zero. And all of a sudden, oh, I'm averaging four yards to carry. Yeah, but only one run was successful. And all I heard was, oh, well, adding Clyde is going to add so much more to the passing game. He's got 17 catches on 27 targets for 169 yards. I mean, what did... Um... Has he really brought that much more of this offense than what Damian Williams was bringing last year? Was he? I mean, that's an honest question in my mind. Last year, let's see, in 2019, which Williams was actually better in 2018, but we'll use his 2019 stats just to be consistent because he got more of the carries um, at that point. He was the starter for 11. He played in 11 games, started in six. So ran for almost 500 yards, but four and a half yards of carry. 30 catches for 213 yards, about 7 yards a pop in the receiving game. Two touchdowns. Clyde, so far, he's got 344 yards. He's going to outrush what Damien did that year. But he's averaging 4.2 yards a carry. He's averaging less yards per carry. More yards per reception, about 9.9, along a 24. Is what I'm seeing there. Damien, his long last year was 32. And he caught 30 of 37. I want the Chiefs to use Clyde Edwards-Jalair more um, creatively in the passing game. I think that's where Clyde could make a difference in this offense. But I said this when the Chiefs drafted Clyde Edwards-Jalair. The worst thing that could have happened was the Chiefs say, we're going to run the ball more. Because you're taking the ball out of the best player in the NFL. With all due respect to Russell Wilson, I still think Mahomes is the best player in the NFL. And every time you hand that ball off, you're taking the ball out of your best player's hands. And I don't care what it is, that's not a good thing in the long run. And especially on second and long. If it's second and ten, you hand the ball off the Clyde, he gets four yards. Great, it's third and six. I'd rather give Mahomes two chances to get ten yards and two passes because 
more than likely one of those is going to be a 15-yard strike down the field to one of his receivers, and the Chiefs get a first down. I'd rather he get two chances of that instead of just one. That's just, maybe I'm crazy. That could be part of it in this. But dang, people, it's running backs don't matter. They haven't. They don't. And what did I hear when the Chiefs drafted Clyde Edwards-Alaire? Oh, this makes them unstoppable. When they play a team like the Patriots you take away the passing game, it's going to make them impossible to stop. You won't be able to stop the Chiefs' offense now. They're just going to run the ball on you. Teams want you to run the ball. They do. See, the Chiefs last year averaged 28.2 points per game. They're about 29 this year. It was 5th in the league last year. It's 8th this year. They aren't scoring that much like through the first few games, I would argue. Let me see here. Last year they started out, just go through the first five weeks, which has that weird indie game in it last year that was just weird. Um, so first five weeks this, this year, let me get it all pulled up, 34-23, 34-26, 32. Okay. Last year, 40, 28, 33, 34, 13. And that indie game, I believe Mahomes was banged up, and that game was just weird. That game was just dumb. Um, the O-line had issues then as well, and that's why the Chiefs kind of struggled. How about rushing yards? Just let's go by rushing yards. Uh, 113 versus Jacksonville. 31 versus Oakland. Didn't matter, though, because they just beat the doors off of them last year. 140, 123, 36 versus Indy. This year, 166, 125, 132, 94, and 80. Do you see that much of a difference between the highs and the lows? I mean, I guess their lows aren't as low as Clyde. Great. But also last year passing the ball, 378, 436, 363, 315, 288. This year, 203, 289, 385, 229, 333. Is the offense, just watching it from last year to this year, is the offense better or worse than last year? I think they look more stagnant this year. Maybe that's because our expectations just keep growing with his offense. But I don't know. I really, I'm really i waiting for the answers for this. Um, last year, the expected points. I don't know what that even means. Somebody can go through that. But for that, I just don't understand what everyone's kind of seeing with this. I guess it's above or below what's expected, I guess. I don't know. Let me hover over that. I'm not sure I'm on. Let me look this up real quick. Expected points. It does not explain it. Cool. Um, yeah, so I, do I think this offense is just worldly better because they picked a first-round running back? No. I still think they should have traded up and got a linebacker in the first round. Unless Willie Gay just comes to a superstar in the second round, great. But honestly, what the Chiefs are doing with their corners right now is what they should be doing with their running backs. Skim it. Low-risk, high-reward players. Like Darwin Thompson, who I still think is a very good... I think he's a decent football player. He's got to figure out the fumble issues. But I don't think he... I think he, he's not a perfect player either. He struggles in pass pro. He might not know the playbook as well and stuff like that. Like, okay, you can get me with that. I don't think he's a special player by any means. 
But do I think the gap between Darwin Thompson and Daryl Williams to Le'Veon Bell is that much? No. When was the last time Le'Veon Bell was really good at football? Wasn't this year with the Jets. Wasn't last year with the Jets. He sat out 2018. 2017, he averaged only four yards to carry. And 2016, he averaged 4.9. He was really good that year for Pittsburgh. So it's been four years. 2016 was the last time Le'Veon Bell was an elite running back. Sorry if I don't get excited over a guy who was good four years ago. I'm, I just don't understand the hoopla. I think he moves the needle, needle very little, and I would have been just as happy if they would have just saved that cap room. And the one thing is, he's going to cost next to nothing, so I understand adding it for depth. I just don't like the giant explosion of Chiefs Twitter going, oh, just tell the rest of the NFC to take the year off. No, it doesn't change it a bit. In fact, if they give him the ball more and more, I think it hurts the offense. And maybe he can be a better pass catcher than Daryl Williams or Darwin Thompson on the backfield. If he adds to offense that way, I am more than happy for it. Do I think he's a better pass catcher at this point than Clyde Edwards-Jalaire? No, and they haven't used Clyde in that role either. So that's where I'm at with it. Running backs don't matter. Individual running backs do not matter. O-line scheme situations do. And when I say throw the ball better every play, I'm saying until you get a light box and you can block a light box effectively, if a team puts five, six guys in the box against you, you should be able to run the ball effectively. The Chiefs haven't this year. That's what makes me frustrated. That's where I'm coming at with some of the stuff with the Chiefs. If you look at the Chiefs running backs this year, Darrell Williams, 11 carries for 35 yards, 3.2 yards a carry. I don't think he's been that great. Darwin, 6 for 32, 5.5 yards a carry almost, but he has that fumble, and the Chiefs don't trust him um, as much back there. Clyde, as I said earlier, 4.2 yards a carry. Being able to the Chiefs are doing it on passing the ball? Let's see here. Per attempt, 7.6 yards per attempt. It's a four and a half for a rush, and that includes in the rounds of Tyree Kill, which are averaging eight yards a carry with him, or Patrick Mahomes scrambling, which is averaging five and a half yards. Both much better than what the running backs are doing. So the team's averaging four and a half yards per carry, but 6.7 yards, sorry, 7.6 yards per attempt, or 12 yards per completion. What do you think the Chiefs should do? Beat their head against the wall and run the ball to control the clock? Time of possession doesn't matter either. Quality possessions matter. I don't care if you have the ball for seven minutes. If you get a field goal or no points out of it, that possession was a waste. If you have the ball for 13 seconds but you score a touchdown, that's a successful possession. That works to win games. That's that's just where I'm at right now. The Chiefs are better. When they throw the ball. The reason why the Chiefs get behind and they say just bleep it, let's air it out and let's get these let's, let's attack these guys. Let's attack their zones. And the and part of the passing game this year that I have not liked is it's been very home run based. Like, hey, we're gonna hit the deep ball here. We're gonna hit this intermediate twenty to twenty five yards and just hit big pop plays over and over. 
if the defense is taking that away, it's okay to hit the check down. It's okay to hit this the first quick slant and soften up that zone. Because they're getting six, seven yards of pop doing that. I am more than okay with that. I am more than okay with using the pass game as an extension of the running game with screens and quick passes and stuff like that. Because eventually the defense will get sucked up a little bit, and then Mahomes can unleash his hauser of an arm and hit Tyreek or McCall Harmon over the top. And we'll see how they look without Sammy Watkins out there. I think that's going to be a bigger loss for this offense than anything that Le'Veon Bell can bring to this offense. Which is why I think next year in the Chiefs draft, which is looking way ahead, if you're looking at needs for the Chiefs, it's going to be linebacker still. Probably corner, depending on who comes back a little bit, because I know Breland will probably be gone in free agency most likely, but that he comes back for another year. They'll need help in corner. Receiver, O-line, and just stuff. That's what they're going to need help in next year. And I just want to say this on the podcast just because I can't just hold it in. Ben Neiman is a terrible linebacker and should not see the field the rest of the year. He is bad at linebacker. Chiefs have played four games. He's been their lowest-graded PFF defensive player in three of the four. He graded a 31 against the Raiders. He didn't play the first couple of drives. And Chief defense looked pretty good. Then Hitchens hurt his hands, and Ben Neiman came on the field, and the Raiders ran right at him. And instead of filling the hole like you're supposed to, he hit the right tackle who had his back turned to him and facing the hole. He decides to pop him instead of the running back who went screaming through. Then Dan Sorensen, also not doing great this year, missed the tackle, and he gains 40 yards on a run play that should have gained maybe four. Which is already a problem in the first place, but the D-line didn't play that great play. I think Chris Jones got blown off the ball that play. So it probably should have been a four-yard game. You can live with a four-yard game. You can't live with a 40-yard game because your linebacker is incompetent. Then two plays later, he can't cover a fullback out of the backfield, and his claim to fame for this defense is being a coverage linebacker, and he hadn't covered anybody in three years. Remember the Green Bay game last year? Aaron Jones had 200 yards receiving on Anthony Hitchens and Ben Neiman. And Ben Neiman's supposed to be the, the nickel coverage linebacker for the Chiefs. And he's slow and he can't cover anybody. He can't tackle. Why is he on the field? Why? I, and at this point, I'm not even mad at Ben Neiman. Because he is who he is. I'm mad at the coaching staff for putting him in positions to repeatedly fail. That's a coaching staff problem. You can't keep putting the same guy in the same situations. I think the first three games... He was on the field on big third downs, and he had an opportunity to make a play, a tackle for a three- to four-yard gain. That's all the Chiefs needed. Just, hey, fill the spot, make the tackle, we get off the field. He missed the play every time, Was too, took a terrible angle, was too slow, and was just reaching out and grabbing instead of making a, a good tackle because he's not good enough to get to the spot. I don't care how well he knows the system, how well he knows the calls. If he can't get to where he's supposed to be, that's useless. Steve Spagnuolo knows the calls and knows where he's supposed to be. He won't make a tackle on there because he's old. I mean, knowing where you're supposed to be is important. But if you still know where you're supposed to be and you still can't get there, you're not helping anything. That's why I think Willie Gay's going to get more and more involved in this defense because though he's still learning what to do on defense... When he makes a mistake, he's going 100%, and he's going to make that mistake going 100%, even if it's the wrong hole. You darn well know he's going to be wrecking somebody instead of just sitting there waiting, waiting, trying to read, and all of a sudden, oh, there goes Jacobs. 
He's seven yards that way. Good job, Ben. I'm glad you knew you were supposed to be. You couldn't get there, though, because you couldn't read it right. Or you're too slow to get there. Or you couldn't get off a block. It's infuriating to watch him play football. I won't even say his name on Twitter anymore. It's either the anti-DOD, free DOD, the anti-DOD, the white linebacker from Iowa, or number 56. But I hate saying that because it's a derogatory to the great Derek Johnson. It's infuriating to watch him play football, and Dan Sorensen hasn't been much better this year. I know he's the hero from last year in the playoffs for making a tackle on special teams and playing well in the playoffs last year, but he really hasn't been that good in his tenure as a chief. He's an okay third linebacker, third safety. I don't think he's that good in the box. He's a terrible deep safety. I know everyone bangs on Wharf that long touchdown. He wasn't great in that play, but he also was playing outside position and thought he had help safety middle and deep with Henry Ruggs because, duh. And Dan Sorensen bites on a crosser that was well covered anyways. And then, whoop, there goes Ruggs. There's a touchdown, Dan. 30 yards behind you because you weren't in your spot where you were supposed to be at deep safety. Good job, Dan. Missing tackles. Not good in coverage. If only the Chiefs had a fast linebacker or two they could play in the situations like Willie Gay and Dorian O'Daniel. And I get Dorian O'Daniel. I think the reason he's on the field right now is because he didn't know the system. And he's, I don't know if he's the smartest guy with that system, everything. But at this point, I'd rather have a guy out there who just say, go get ball. Cover him. You saw what happens when Darren, I know Darren Waller is a very good tight end. You saw what happened when Dan Sorensen was matched up with him one-on-one. He had zero chance. It was like me trying to guard LeBron James. He pretty much got dunked on in the face. It was that bad of coverage. I mean, I like Steve Spagnola. I like the defensive guys they have over there, but sometimes I question with the way they're putting these guys in, in positions to fail because they're just not good enough. I think Hedrick Thompson has been pretty good this year for the Chiefs. I like to say him getting more playing time over Dan Sorensen at this point. Willie Gay, Wilson, Hitchens, and O'Daniel should see the field before Ben Neiman does again. But it's not going to happen, and Ben Neiman's going to get on the field on Sunday, or I guess Monday afternoon now, and I will be mad, and you will see it on my Twitter feed. So yeah, running backs don't matter. Ben Neiman's a terrible linebacker. We've known this for two and a half years now. But they keep putting him out there to make me angry. So that's where I'm at with everything. I just want to get, get that off my chest. Um, free DOD. That's where I'm at on defense. The corners played bad. The safeties did not play their... The safeties probably played the worst they've played since 2018 when they had Ron Parker and Dan Sorensen as the starting safeties. Those were dark times. Thornhill didn't play great. Matthew wasn't great. Sorensen was bad. Thompson only played a couple plays there on defense. Ward got benched. He's playing bad. Fenton came in and played well. I thought Breland played okay. But dang. To get roasted by the Raiders like that. It was embarrassing on defense. But hey, at least they signed Le'Veon Bell so they can keep the ball away from the other offense, right? That's what they want. People sometimes give me a headache. Le'Veon Bell's not a great football. John Milikoff, who I trust, who was NFL scout, worked for Andy in Philly, knows people in the league. He has a friend who scouts for the Jets. Was say he wanted about the Jets. 
says Le'Veon Bell is not good anymore. He's lost a step. He's not as explosive enough anymore. He's not running behind the Steelers' offensive line. He's not running in that scheme, which as Coach J.K. from Concordia kindly noted on my Facebook page, he's not a great fit for the Chiefs' running scheme. Ding, ding, ding. The Chiefs are a one-cut-and-go offense. Le'Veon Bell is a patient runner. I'll give him credit for that, but it's wait, 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 wait. There's the hole. That's not going to work on the Chiefs' O-line because there will be no hole. He'll be waiting forever. And, oh, look at that. We just gained a yard. Or back to the line of scrimmage. Good job, Le'Veon. So, that's where I'm kind of at and everything. So maybe things will change. Maybe anyway, I hope Le'Veon Bell is good. Him being good for the being good and explosive would be great for the Chiefs' offense. I hope Clyde Edwards-Helaire burst out and has another game like Houston. I hope that happens, and it might with the Chiefs' schedule coming up. The Chiefs' schedule the rest of the year is not great. It's pretty light. Look at the Bills this week. The Broncos aren't great. The Jets are terrible. The Panthers aren't great defensively. They have the Raiders for a bye. They're going to put up 50 on them the second time they play them, I think. The Buccaneers in November. Denver, again, at Miami, at New Orleans, versus the Falcons, and versus the Chargers. That's not a difficult schedule to end the year. So this team will be fine. I'm not worried about the Chiefs on offense, which is why I don't think Le'Veon Bell makes a difference either way. I just put on Twitter, he moves the needle a half percent, maybe. Better than the Chiefs' Super Bowl odds. Maybe. Ranking coming back, that increases him. More than what Le'Veon Bell does, because I think he solidifies the interior line a little bit better. Let Mahomes cook. Chiefs, take what's given to you by the defense and explode when possible. Trust Mahomes, let him do his thing. Run the ball when situationally advantageous and go ahead. And just drop 40 on these fools because we have the offense to do it. So we'll see what goes forward. Thank you guys for listening to me rant on the Chiefs for a little bit. You guys have a good one. Um, Probably won't do very many of these podcasts for the Chiefs. I just was just so frustrated with Chiefs Twitter today because everyone was just up in arms with, Oh, we got Le'Veon Bell. No, we did not get 2016 Pittsburgh Le'Veon Bell. We got 2020 Le'Veon Bell, which is an okay football player. Good for depth. Cheap. Great. He didn't change the Chiefs one iota in my opinion. So there's that. Thanks, guys.